are now locked and loaded for Daily Fantasy Glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata holding you down on a Monday. Today and every day we are presented by DailyRoto.com. Tony, how you doing today? We got a big NBA slate, 11 games to get through. Yeah, big Monday night. We got a big a football game. We got, you know, this is the perfect time. You got holidays, right? We got football all week we got some basketball and then the next holiday of course christmas we'll have five nba games that day it's a beautiful thing absolutely a lot of things to be watching on the tv so you don't have to talk to your family when the holidays come and tony with the 11 games tonight there are some injuries we're keeping our eyes on paul Millsap. it looks like he's out for denver buddy healed looks like he's out um as well in that game my guy joel Embiid, the process has some knee soreness you know remember you said he could do everything except play more than 30 games in a season we'll see how uh his soreness deals with joel Embiid, and also anthony Davis with concussion symptoms. We'll see if he goes tonight, huh? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. With Joel Embiid, I think the price is uh, okay tonight because it's under 10000 bucks. so I think he's a little bit of a bargain. But I'm going to lay off him just in case. It would make sense for them not to throw him out there 30-plus minutes in the game tonight. Uh, so I'm not going to take that risk. There's been nothing published. If I could find anything before the games kick off as far as how many minutes he's limited to. And Anthony Davis... We all know with dealing with fantasy football year how tricky that concussion system is and uh, what we got to go through. And if the guy gets hit once, those two guys, uh, I got to stay away from tonight. And I think they're both in good position to have good matchups and both cheap plays. And someone might win a tournament by taking a chance. It's just not going to be me. Fair enough, fair enough. And so if uh, Anthony Davis is a little bit banged up seeing stars, could that be a DeMarcus Cousins night? We have 11 games in the association to cover. Uh, Tony, people are not going with Joel Embiid. Maybe they're a little bit leery of the injury right now. On our polls, there is not one but two centers that the people like even more than that. We'll get into that in a little bit. But if you're new to the show, you'll also know that we are putting up polls on Twitter at the Tony Sincata at Spittin' Speeds. If you want to see who Tony thinks are the best four plays at each position and what the people think of them. Hey, Tony, speak of the people. How'd they do in our uh, football? lineup for week 11 yeah the people came up uh, a little short and it was crazy Even in the 50/50? Uh, situation yeah let me go i'll check that to make sure but uh i think they came up short as uh, sterling shepherd of course we got the big announcement right. uh, prior to uh out of the kickoff day so we went to deandre hopkins and hopkins came through and and he played well there so i'll have to check that out and tom brady played well Kareem Hunt, man, how many people are going to be off him from now on? That was an amazing situation. And Ingram hurt, too. And he should have been better without without the Sterling Shepard in the lineup. He should have, but only one catch, it looks like, for him. We thought all those tight ends were going to be great. Gronkowski didn't do it. Ertz did not do it on Sunday night either. But when we come back, we are going to bounce back with an 11-game slate. We're going to win you some cash in the association tonight. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Right here on Lineup Lock Live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Line of Block Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We've got 11 games on the NBA slate, Tony. So let's dive right in. Our first game is the Cleveland Cavaliers going to Detroit to take on the Pistons. The Cavs are road favorites by two points, and the total is 215 and a half. Tony, when I look at both these teams, I think it's auto plays, right? It's like LeBron James, it's Kevin Love on the Detroit side, maybe an Andre Drummond. Where might you go for a little bit? of, uh, you know, zigging when everyone else zags tonight. Unfortunately, I think you're 100% right. I like Drummond and I like LeBron. Kevin uh, Love's a little banged up, so I'm going to lay off him. But if I go one guy, one guy off the beaten path, it's Tobias Harris. Uh, Tobias Harris doesn't get a lot of love as one of the top fantasy players, but he gets 21% of the offense. He can shoot from the downtown. They're 18th in the league against uh, power forwards, small forwards. Uh, there and his price tag's right, sixty-two hundred dollars at DraftKings, sixty-seven hundred dollars on FanDuel. I think he's a play at either side. You could possibly slide in Avery Bradley if he Avery Bradley gets hot from three-point line. They don't defend the two guard well, but to me, it's Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris at sixty-two hundred on DraftKings. Tony with eleven games tonight. I would think that one of them would have a total higher than two nineteen, but alas, I am mistaken, and it is this game a 219 total that is the highest on the board. It's the Indiana Pacers going down to Orlando to take on the Magic. Orlando is a three and a half point favorite at home. So when I think about this high total, it makes me find like I want to put someone in here. So maybe Oladipo from Indiana side, maybe an Aaron Gordon, maybe a uh, Vukovic on Orlando. Where, Where do you go here? Here's the crazy thing. When I give you my lineup at the end of the game, I'm going to have one guy from this game, and it's no one that uh, probably anyone else is going to have. And it's not because he's great. I just need the salary cap relief, and I think he can exceed his play. But I think Derek Collison's a guy that every night at the price tag at $5,700 on FanDuel is a nice price tag. They're 26 in the league at covering point guards. Thaddeus Young is a guy that will get rebounds. He could get 10 rebounds and 10 Assist, but I don't think he goes big, so I I I'd probably shy away from him. Oladipo, if you're going to pay up at the shooting guard, of course he's a play there. He's almost getting 27% of the usage rate mm-hmm. in this offense. It's crazy to think about that. Back when he was a day when he was in Oklahoma City, he was a defensive player. Now right. he's taking 27% of the offense there. And of course, you go down to Orlando, you got the two guys that are there every night: Aaron Gordon and Nikolai Vukovic. But the guy I'm going with is actually Terrence Ross. He's 3,700 bucks. He's a guy that's very good defensively, and he gets you three or four steals, and then he turns a couple of those into layups, and all of a sudden you got a $3,700 player that turns into 20, uh, 20 fantasy points. Uh, so I'm going to take a shot on the defensive player, Aunt Terrence Ross, who at one time, too, was also a good three-point shooter. So I'm going to play 
Uh, a game with the highest total. I need a couple cheap guys so I can get some of these big guys in. I'm going to play Terrence Ross. All right, Terrence Ross is Tony's little punt play action for 3700 at the small forward position. And, uh, you know, we talked about Oladipo. If you want to pay up at shooting guard, Tony, 50% of the people in our poll like Oladipo at shooting guard. Of course, he is far more expensive than the other options you put out there, Tony. Um, Prince at 4800 J.J. Redick at 4800 and Kent Bazemore. In Atlanta at 4,900. We'll talk about those guys a little bit later on in the show, but it does sound like the people like Victor Oladipo at 56, excuse me, at 7,600 for the Indiana Pacers. Next up, Tony, the Utah Jazz. They are in Philadelphia to take on the Sixers. The Sixers are seven point favorites at home, but Tony, you told me about playing people against the Utah Jazz. So that's like the one little guy on my shoulder, right? The other guy on my shoulder is like, Listen, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons can do it against pretty much anybody. So uh, what are you taking, the force that is Embiid and Simmons or the immovable object that is the Jazz defense? All right, I'll start out this way. Both these guys' prices are too low tonight because they're playing Utah. So their algorithm that they're using over at DraftKings tells me, you know what, you can play both these guys even though we don't play against Utah. They've priced too low. Anytime these two guys are under 10000 bucks. And Bede and Simmons, you can play them, and you could play them tonight. Now, I'm cons- I'm scared off because of the uh, injury situation. Here's Joel Embiid's comments on it. The decision on me, the decision is on me if the guys are playing tonight. So he said he should play. He feels fine, and that's where we are with him tonight. It doesn't tell me how long he's going to play. Right. It just says he says he's going to play there. If he didn't play for whatever reason we found out, I would put Ben Simmons in every one of my lineups if uh, Embiid wasn't in the lineup. I don't expect that to happen, but if it did, I would put Ben Simmons in every lineup. As far as rest of guys, though, in this game, when you look at I don't think you go anyone else against Utah. Um, it's really interesting what's going on with the Utah point guard situation uh, because we've been dealing with an uh, injury to Ricky Rubio, and he came back this week and he played, but they moved Donovan Mitchell to the two guard, mm-hmm. so they're both actually playing now. And Donovan Mitchell's a guy, Philadelphia's a very poor defense that's been scoring, he's been rebounding, he's doing a little bit of everything. And his usage rate leads the team, even though this guy wasn't even a starter two weeks ago. So Donovan Mitchell's a guy I think is very worthy of play tonight. Yep, Donovan Mitchell, like you said, sliding over to the two guard where their opponents, the Philadelphia 76ers, are 28th in the league opposing shooting guards. Tony, let me get this right, though. If Joel Embiid doesn't go, then you think Ben Simmons is a cornerstone of all lineups. Oh, so if yeah. you take out Embiid and his 27% usage, you got to figure this entire offense is going to go through Ben Simmons. Let me ask you, though, Tony, doesn't the offense pretty much go through Ben Simmons regardless? You know what's crazy? You would think that, right? But there are times when you watch them play, Joel Embiid will stand out there at the three-point line. He'll, he'll demand the ball. And then he'll want the other four guys to the other side of the court, and he'll just take the guy one-on-one. You've never seen a seven-foot guy do it as regularly as him. And here's the whole thing is you have to respect this three-point shot. It's amazing. Yeah, you actually do have to respect him outside, and then he can hit you with the little Euro step, and he's got a post game. I wonder if he is he training, Tony? Is he like going to Olajuwon's like Dream Shake Academy in the offseason learning post moves? Because he needs to. 
You know what's crazy about that is that a lot of those guys, uh, now they have these centers that go around. Like Kevin Garnett, uh, he goes around and tutors some of these guys. Can you imagine being like an NBA player making $20 million and you, you pay for a tutor? I mean, that's pretty good. That's a good work ethic. Yeah, I don't know if it's a good work. I think it's better for the tutor. I think it's better for the tutor to travel around <laughs> and offer these like little camps just because it worked for you and you're getting paid and you're uh, you know you're you're getting paid by millionaires. So I think that's the move if you want to know the truth. Uh, our next game, Tony, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves going to Charlotte to take on the Hornets. The Hornets are two point favorites at home. Total in this game is two hundred and fourteen. Tony, I want to ask you about Jimmy Butler. I know this could be the the day to play Jimmy Butler at seventy five hundred dollars on DraftKings going up against the team who's 24th in the league covering the shooting guard does that change with the return of Nicholas Batum here's yeah well that's going to change a little bit there and second though is that Jimmy Butler the problem I had with him is in this new offense he got lost at the start right. of the year his usage rate was down 15 16 percent now we're seeing a rise Been better lately 20. though right so now yeah now it's like 20 it's up to 20 percent so I could take a chance on using Jimmy Butler. I don't think it's a sure thing. Um, the other guy people look at is Taj Gibson because he's cheap, but I can't go and play him. I mean, he's got 12% usage rate. He's going to be the first guy out of the game if one of these bench guys get hot. So don't get fallen to that. Kyle Anthony Towns goes against Dwight Howard tonight, right? Mm. This should be an epic battle of centers, but we don't have those anymore. I think they're both <laughs> good defensively. I would just stay away from these games just in case, uh, from those two centers there, just in case somebody gets in foul trouble. Yeah, we don't have epic battles of centers because they're all taking Kevin Garnett's two-hour workshop, Tony. That's what it's going <laughs> down to. They're just learning how to trash talk instead of how to actually bang uh, down in the post. Let me ask you about Nicholas Batum, Tony. You know, you told me yeah. that the thing we needed to watch was his minutes. His first game out of the block was 32 minutes. He's up to around 29 minutes a game. At 6,200, this is a guy I know can fill it up. Or are you worried about guys like Kid Gilchrist or Kemba Walker getting more of the uh, opportunity there in the new Charlotte regime? No, they got a good. I mean, they got a good team. They got a better team than people give them credit for. Uh, but Batum's underpriced. That price is too cheap at sixty-two hundred dollars. On he's a better play on DraftKings tonight than he is on FanDuel. That price is way too low, and I think Kemba Walker's way too low too. Uh, when you look at the 7,400 for a guy that can shoot the ball 40 times in a game. So I think both of the guards are in play tonight in this one. All right, fair enough. The backcourt of Walker and Batum can be in some of your DFS lineups. And check it out, Tony. If people are trying to dip their toe in the DFS water, they should check out www.fantasyfactor.com. I'm telling you, it is single-entry tournaments, flatter prize pools, smaller contests, especially for someone getting started. Tony, you taught me that basketball has the least amount of variance, so if they listen to Lineup Lock Live, they should be able to cash over at fantasyfactor.com. I'll tell you the truth. We've been uh, on a complete roll for a couple of weeks now, so you guys can absolutely get some help there. And uh, great job today, uh, this weekend, actually, by the guys at DillyRoto.com. Drew Dinkmeyer uh, took home a $250,000 tournament and a $100,000 tournament. And I would go over to DillyRoto.com because I think there's a sale on Thanksgiving Day for those three games. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds like a great idea. Go on over there right now, FantasyFactor.com, and keep listening for your cash for Lineup Lock Live. We'll be right back. 
Hey, this is Greg Sussman, your fantasy football BFF, and I'm here to tell you all about the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer four questions in a row, right? And you win two tickets to the Big Game in Minnesota on February 4th. Make sure you're locked and loaded in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network so you always know when we're playing. The game only happens once a day, and the show changes, so make sure you listen and watch and play the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Sexy music right here, Tony Sincata. And what better to have it than with Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata right here on Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network on a Monday. We're getting you through this 11-game slate in the association and opportunity for Tony Sincata to stay hot and give you lineups that'll help you win some cash. Tony, the next game takes place here in New York. We got a couple of people walking around Rockin' Riley's Studio 34 with Knicks jerseys on, getting ready to support the New York Knicks in the world's most famous arena. The Knicks are one-point favorites at home against the Clippers tonight. 208 and a half is your total. Tony, as it relates to the Clippers, uh, we talked about some injuries at the top of the show. One that we did not mention is Patrick Beverly. And if Patrick Beverly is out for the Clippers, I think this could present some interesting opportunity. My question for you is, would you go Lou Williams or would you go the cheap way, Austin Rivers? Again, if Patrick Beverly is out. You know, I would go Austin Rivers. He has a better matchup, and the price has risen for Lou Williams that I would uh, jump off that train. So uh, I, I think that before we would get him for $5,400, uh, $5, you know, when he was back in the sixth-man role and just mm-hmm. getting into that opportunity there. So Austin Rivers is still priced lower, so I would go there. The other guy – that I'm looking at on that side, a lot of people use Cinderius Thornwell. He's not a guy that I would – I think there's better punt play options. You're going to punt tonight. with Wesley Johnson, but, aren't you, Tony? I've heard you talk about Wesley Johnson before. I, I love Wesley Johnson as a punt play, and I love him against the Knicks. If we had uh, Beverly and Gallinari out, I would uh, absolutely okay. entertain that. But I think we got a couple guys – uh, that will uh, do better tonight. I like in this game tonight, I like the Knicks side a lot. Hmm. I like Tim Hardaway, who is going to play tonight, and I have Kristaps Pazingas in my lineup, and I think you could even go Enos Cantor. DeAndre Jordan has been horrible defensively this year. I don't know what the hell's got into him uh, with Chris uh, Paul not there. Maybe he just uh, feels like he can do whatever he wants now. They're too used to clash. He doesn't cover anyone. Yeah, so maybe even Enos Cantor, an an opportunity tonight in the front court for the New York Knicks. I don't know. I think we might have to dig deeper into this uh, DeAndre Jordan CP3 rift and uh, how Jordan is responding now without the structure that an actual leader provided. It's kind of like what happened with Dwight Howard, you know, like after no uh, Kobe Bryant to rein him in anymore, no? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. The two didn't like each other. Of course, people don't remember. Uh, uh, he signed with the Dallas Mavericks, DeAndre Jordan. Right. And then he uh, reneged like within 24 hours. Well, didn't uh, that all happen on social game. media? Didn't we see all of it on yeah. like Twitter and then they locked him in the house or something like that so that Cuban couldn't get yeah. to him? 
<laughs> it was one of those crazy things where all of a sudden Chris Paul's like, you know what? Uh, this guy does make my job a lot easier. Let's go and uh, uh, get him back here. And they got him back there. And uh, it was a kind of a crazy situation uh, there. But, yeah, I look at it. I'll tell you what, Blake Griffin, too. I think it's a tough matchup tonight with Kristaps Porzingis giving away some height and some size to Porzingis. Yeah, that's absolutely not something that Blake is used to, having the guy across from him actually be taller and lankier than he. Our next game, the Oklahoma City. Thunder. They are down in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. The Pelicans are giving it up. They are home underdogs by two and a half points to OKC. And this game has a 213 and a half total. Tony, when I think about the Oklahoma City Thunder, I definitely think about Russell Westbrook. I definitely think about PG-13. PG-13 has some interesting pricing today as well. Only $200 more expensive on DraftKings than he is on FanDuel. Does that create an opportunity for him over on FanDuel? I, I think it gives him a, a price chance on FanDuel. I just don't like – like this team is so tough, this Oklahoma City team. They're a lot better team basketball-wise, but from a fantasy perspective – uh, you can go, you know, a couple minutes without these guys putting the ball in a basket because there's three of them out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Westbrook still getting 32% usage rate, so it's right there. It's not where he was last year, but that would never happen again. Uh, Paul George is at 23.8, Carmelo Anthony 24.4. I look at it this way. I'm going to avoid everyone on this game, including Westbrook. I think Westbrook's the best play. I think Westbrook's in a good matchup. I think Westbrook could go off, but... I'm not going to play him at 10500 but if you're going to put him there, he's definitely a top-five guy, I think, tonight. All right, fair enough, but Tony is going elsewhere. He's zigging when everyone else is zagging. On the Pelican go. side, yeah, you got to keep zagging, Tony. you got to keep zagging. And with 11 yeah, games, that's I'm what's going to happen. I'm going with DeMarcus Cousins, and okay. it's not a great matchup, to be honest. Steven Adams is a guy that's a, not a bad defensive player. He's not a, afraid to put fouls on him, but he's given away some size to DeMarcus Cousins. He's certainly given away some athletic agility to DeMarcus Cousins, and they actually get slowed down a little bit in pace, the Pelicans. That being said, with Anthony Davis a little banged up, the, the usage rate for DeMarcus Cousins has been great. Mm-hmm. With the possibility to get even more uh, with not 100% Anthony Davis – I'm going to take that shot, and I'm going to go DeMarcus Cousins, who's used to the rate almost 30%. Would you still do DeMarcus Cousins in your lineup, Tony, if we for some reason get word in the next 30 minutes that Anthony Davis is out? I mean, excuse me, is in. If he stay, if he is yeah. in, you would still go boogie? Yeah, because I, I, I look at it like that maybe that he won't be having an opportunity to play. Uh, now, play the whole game or go from there. I'll tell you what, Rajon Rondo is interesting, too, because of his price, and, and that's the whole thing. 4800 bucks. I don't know how many minutes he's going to play. He's been playing about 22 minutes, so that he's not a he's not a bargain there. But all of a sudden that Rajon Rondo get up to 29, 30 minutes at 4800 bucks, even though the guy doesn't shoot first, he passes, passes, passes. He's going to be pay off that $4800 salary. So it's a risk, it's a gamble. It should only be used in tournaments. But he's got an opportunity tonight. Fair enough, but I, want, I do want to ask you about that because when I was looking at this game, the Oklahoma City Thunder seemed to defend the point guard, the shooting guard, and the small forward very, very well. So why go ahead and take the point guard on a team where the, the backcourt seems to be a, a vice grip on opposing uh, guards? Yeah, because I don't understand it. Because Russell Westbrook, notoriously, and right. through his last three seasons, has been one of the worst defensive point guards. So I don't know if all of a sudden he made a commitment, he found God, or whatever happened with Russell Westbrook, or it's a short sample size. There hasn't been enough games yet, and he's done well. 
Um, so I wouldn't be afraid of that situation with Russell Westbrook because we have track records and lodged data uh, that illustrates that he's not a competent defensive point guard. Tony Sincata thinking that Russ will eventually regress to the mean because we are still early in the NBA season. All right, Tony, let me ask you about this next game. We have the Washington Wizards going to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. The Bucks are five-point favorites at home. 208.5 is your total. Tony, when we talk about the Washington Wizards, I always ask you about Wall and Beal, and you then always also talk to me about Martin, Martin Gortat. Is that going to be the case? again today do you think Gortat yeah. is viable especially seeing as how the Bucks have moved on from some of their big men recently yeah I, here's the thing Gortat's the best player in this whole game and we got all these superstars right and to me he's the best player so in this better game. than Wall uh, better than Beal better than the Greek yeah. freak better than Bledsoe as well yeah, it's crazy to me too and here's the thing uh John Wall's questionable in tonight's mm. game I don't have an answer yet Here's the thing. That game's at 8 o'clock. So if we get an answer before 7 that he's out, then you've got to do whatever you got to do. But yeah, he's got to go in your lineups. Like You have to just wish, almost better switch it and get him in your lineup. So hopefully we find that out by 7 o'clock. There is no word yet, and we'll let you know as soon as we get there. Now, the other side of this game, uh, on the Milwaukee side of things and, and going there, of course, we've uh, we've got great play from these guys, and they're always fun to watch. But what can we do from a fantasy perspective? I like Chris Middleton, and I mention his name a lot for a shooting guard. He gets 23% of the usage rate in this Milwaukee offense. It's not a bad game with a bad tempo. There's never a bad night to go Giannis Antetokounmpo. Eric Bledsoe at $6,500. That price isn't still – it should be higher than that. He's not a bad play either. I don't love those guys. But Gortat's the top guy. Middleton I like too. And I think Eric Bledsoe being less than Chris Middleton is shocking to me. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Bledsoe for those very reasons, Tony. Bledsoe only 6,500 on DraftKings, his usage at 25%. But then I was going to wonder, you know, while he has been here with Milwaukee, I mean, he hasn't necessarily lit it up. You know, I mean, he, no. nothing more than 15 points is his highest score. And then even if in fantasy points, you know, he had one good game against the Pistons recently. But outside of that, he has not entirely delivered is it like that he's due and we should ride him tonight or is it because listen he's in a, a different kind of juxtaposition over there now with the bucks yeah that's the whole thing is that one of these games he's just going to blow it out and they're going to blow it out i mean you look at this game it's a 208 total the highest total as you mentioned is 219 so it's it's 11 points off if it was a higher total i'd probably gamble on that night on eric Bledsoe. they're 13th so they're a little less than the midway point in the league there so it's a gamble to me on Bledsoe tonight, but I think it's worthy of it at 6500 bucks. We haven't seen that explosion. We've seen good games. We haven't seen any bad games. Most people would say it's more of a cash game play. Okay, fair enough. Hey, Tony, with a lot of games on the slate, we really need to pick our spots. There are 11 games tonight. We have covered seven of them already, which means there are four more still to go. But, Tony, I got to ask you before we go to break, two of them have totals under 200. This Trailblazers-Grizzlies game at 194, and then the Celtics and the Mavs at 196.5. I know you've taught me well to look at the totals. I see these two 
games. I don't think much is going to happen. Should I try to avoid these games, or do you have some nuggets for us when we come back after the break? No, unfortunately, there's a couple guys that are underpriced in those games, and they're going to have to be in your lineup, so it's a little crazy yeah. there. That's the whole thing with the NBA. We're talking about Gabe Morrissey today. When we got injuries and things change, and you got to stay on top of those things, and unfortunately, in those two low-scoring games, we got some guys to play. All right, fair enough. So we will stay on top of it here on Lineup Lock Live. When we come back, we dive into these two low-total games. It looks like Tony has some diamonds in the rough for us. We will also be keeping track of the injury reports as they are coming out before games tip at 7 o'clock tonight. There are some interesting guys still questionable and some interesting responses you can make as a DFS player. Keep it locked here. It's Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio. Network. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Line of Block Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dave Martinez and Tony Sincata. Big slate of games in the NBA. 11 games to get through tonight. And uh, Tony is on the watch for injury updates because we got some people you can plug and play based on the situation. Tony, what do you got? Patrick Beverly is in tonight in that oh, game. Against okay. the so Patrick Beverly will be in the lineup there. And uh, DailyRoto.com's got a uh, plan in place if Joel Embiid does not play tonight. I figure I will share for you guys. Uh, this is the kind of information you get by subscribing over to DailyRoto.com. If uh, Joel Embiid does not play, Ben Simmons becomes a smash play, particularly on a DraftKings where he's 9,200. His rates would reach another level if Embiid is ruled out. Amir Johnson and Rekin Holmes would enter the usable punt territory in the slate. Dario Saric becomes a positive value on DraftKings with boost to his rates in minutes. And J.J. Redick would become a stronger value. So basically, Dario Saric would be a guy you could use, I think, who's a little underpriced there. Ben Simmons, as I said earlier in the show, would be a guy you could absolutely nail. And Rekin Holmes is a guy that I would actually, if you needed a cheap play at minimum salary, He's a guy that blocks shots and rebounds, and he is a defensive player. He could scrap around a hoop there. So put Ben Simmons in, and I would go Dario Saric too as well if a Joel Embiid isn't out. We don't have official word yet, but we have – this is the whole thing. you got to always be ready for the worst scenario. That's absolutely right, Tony, and that's part of the reason why you need to listen to and watch Lineup Lock Live. We are the ones who are breaking it down. We are the ones giving you the analysis. And then at the end of the show, Tony Sincata is going to give you the lineup to win a little bit of cash. Hey, Tony, we still got four games to get through, and the next one is the Trailblazers at the Grindhouse to take on the Grizzlies. As I mentioned, only a 194 total, and the Blazers are road favorites by two points. You know, Tony, I know someone else who is out, and that is is Mike Conley for the Memphis Grizzlies, and I really think that that creates opportunity as well. How about a guy like Mario Chalmers at only 4,700 in his place? 
the price is too cheap. The guy is a guy that shoots the ball a ton. Their offensive weapons are not great. Uh, you have Jermichael Green, who's a rebounder, plays close to the hoop. Uh, Dylan Brooks is not a guy that's going to score a ton. Marcus Gasol will, and Mario Chalmers. So I think because of the usage in this game, he has to be in play, even with this low total. I think uh, Mario Chalmers is a guy that you start out your lineups with. I also think Damian Lillard is the other guy in this other side of this matchup. He's a guy that shoots a ton. The total is only 194, but his price tag is too low. He's another guy that could be a $10,000 player, and they got him at $8,300 tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. When I was looking at this, Damian Lillard, the stud guard from the Portland Trailblazers, could have an interesting opportunity once again, especially with changes in the uh, backcourt for the Memphis Grizzlies. Let's go to our next game, Tony. It's another game with only 196.5 as the total. The Boston Celtics are road seven-point favorites as they go to Dallas to take on the Mavericks. Hey, Tony, this Boston team is real hot, so I feel like I can play a lot of these guys despite the implied total, but what about guys like Kyrie Irving or how about a Marcus Smart at only 5,500? Unfortunately, I don't think you can because the Boston Celtics go too slow in pace, and we look at it, it's reflecting this total of 196 and yeah. a half. Now, the only guys I like in this game are actually on the other side because the, the Celtics, I think, are priced more appropriately. I like Harrison Barnes a little bit. He's not a guy that I would play. And I like J.J. Barrera off the bench. J.J. Barrera's uh, price tag is around $4,300 tonight, I believe. Yep. Yeah, $4,300 in DraftKings. He put up 36 fantasy points in his last game. The guy comes off the bench, is a 26% usage rate. So I think he's got a price that's a little low there, and we might be able to take advantage of that. So for me, it's Harrison Barnes and it's J.J. Barrera. In the Celtics side, I think those guys' price tags are too high that I, I can't play those guys. Hey, Tony, what about uh, LeBron's boy, Dennis Smith Jr.? He's going uh, relatively cheap tonight. And if you throw out that game against Milwaukee in his last game, I'm talking about 31, 29, 48, 44 fantasy points in his last efforts over the last couple of weeks. At only 5,800, you taught me that, that that sounds a lot like 4, 5, 6x to me for most of his recent outings. He's on the fringe, right? Okay. So we have the low total. We have the, we have the number one team even defensively. But the same thing I said with Russell Westbrook. I don't know what Kyrie Irving's doing because Kyrie Irving's been one of the worst defensive players the last three years in the NBA. But I give him a pass because he switched teams. So maybe something happened there, and maybe I can explain that situation there. I like Russell Westbrook in the same you know system, but Kyrie Irving's not a bad play. He's not a bad uh, play. Maybe you pick on him. I think he's right on the fringe on whether you use him or not. All right, fair enough. We got two more games still to get through to, and the next one is the Atlanta Hawks going to Texas to take on the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs are nine and a half point favorites at home. Two hundred and two and a half is your total, Tony. I'm listening to you. You've told me I do not want to attack the San Antonio Spurs defense. We have in the past, however, talked about guys like Dennis Schroeder and Kent Bazemore. Can any of them get in your lineups tonight? Yeah, I think both of them. I think it's another thing here. I think our algorithm uh, defensively, and, and I like that this happens now, actually, though. It's a 202.5 total. Mm -hmm. These algorithms now equate these defensive teams, and they lower the price here, so they make these guys usable. And I think both those guys we mentioned, 
Dennis Schroeder, Kent Bazemore, their price is too low. Okay. Uh, when you're talking $4,800 for Kent Bazemore, that, that's just too low. I think Torian Prince, another guy with a price tag too low, and Dennis Schroeder is going to get up enough shots that he's going to be in play. So I like that side of the game over there. On the San Antonio side, I don't see anything that I, I like there. So for me, it's the two backcourt guys. Torian Prince is a guy there. They're all low-priced players, and they could be in your lineup. All right, fair enough. Let me ask you about that a little bit more, Tony. I mean, you know, you tell me that the algorithm makes the price too low, and you have to kind of price enforce at times. Tony, is the night where there's 11 games on the slate the right time to do that? Yeah, because we're going to need, even though most of the 11 games on the slate, right, we're going to need one or two bargains to get in the high-salary guys, and that's going to be whether it's four games or whether it's 12 games uh, every single night. So sometimes you find it through injury, and other nights when there's not enough injuries to go around, you got to find something that will go there. And we haven't had any big injuries. Like if Joel Embiid were out tonight, then we would just go and get Tim Frazier, and that would create stuff. Then we don't have to deal with the algorithms to try to get an advantage. The way we have to get an advantage right now with no injuries is to go and attack these schools. Their algorithms they put in place that are defined some of these prices incorrectly. All right, fair enough. So maybe we do find a couple of Philadelphia 76ers against Utah. Maybe we do find a couple of Atlanta Hawks against the San Antonio Spurs. Our last game, Tony, on this 11-game slate, the Denver Nuggets are out west to take on the Kings. This is a 207 total right now, and the Nuggets are six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Tony, when I think about Denver, I think about your guy, Nikolai Jokic. Is there anybody else that we should go there? Nikolai Jokic, you have to put in your lineup tonight. Here's the reason by Paul Millsap out tonight in this contest. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, we're going to get bigger usage rates from Jokic. What happened was Paul Millsap was getting some of the play down low. Paul Millsap would get some of the rebounds. All that will be assumed by Jokic in this game. So I think you take him on there. The only thing that's going to cost him tonight is foul trouble. If he stays out of foul trouble, he is going to absolutely roll. They're the 30th in the league against the center position. This is a guy that has a 20% usage rate. I think it goes up to 23 24% tonight, and he can have a big play. The other guy is Wilson Chandler. He's only 4600 bucks. His usage rate is 13%. He'll fill into that power forward role for Paul Millsap, and he'll get some rebounds, and he'll get some play, and he's too underpriced. I've had to change my lineup uh, there because I, I didn't realize I didn't have Wilson Chandler in there, and he's a guy that could be a strong play for people tonight because of the Paul Millsap injury. Fair enough. We are responding to the injury to Millsap, so obviously more usage for Jokic and also for Wilson Chandler. Hey, Tony, you mentioned about Jokic getting into foul trouble, but it's not like Zach Randolph or Willie Cauley-Stein really uh, generate fouls from their opponent. It's not like they're going to the hole or anything, so I think he could be free of that foul trouble, no? He could absolutely be free. And uh, hold up on Wilson Chandler. Uh, he's going to be questionable for tonight. Ooh. And with that late start with there, he's dealing with a lower back pain. Uh, so that one is uh, we're going to have to uh, not ride that out because that game's at 10 o'clock and we won't have an answer prior to that. If you do play in some of those head-to-head -head games with late slates, you can uh, late pushes, uh, you could throw him in there. And if he was out tonight, uh, you could go ahead and uh, make a quick move and try to put um, a guy like uh, Will Barton in there as they would go small. 
All right, fair enough. But, Tony, I got back pain all the time, and I'm still coming to work. I'm still holding <laughs> down lineup lock live, presented by DailyRoto.com, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, each and every weeknight with my guy, Tony Sincata, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. Hey, Tony, on the Sacramento side, real quick, you've mentioned De'Aaron Fox a number of times before. He's going at only 4,600 in a game where, uh, you know, if they're down, they're gonna, he's going to have to be on the floor trying to score. Could De'Aaron Fox be a value tonight at 4,600? You know, he could be for tonight. And when you look at this game, if we can get up and down the court in this one, I think De'Aaron Fox is a guy to go. And it seems like one game to the next, he gets more and more playing time. Buddy Heald's out of the lineup tonight, so that takes one guy out of the rotation. He had 24% usage rate before that. And with Buddy Heald out, that could go up tonight. So, yes, De'Aaron Fox is a guy that you can put in play this evening. All right, fair enough. Oh, you mentioned in play as well, Tony. That's the new NBA product. I I wonder uh, if you had to build a lineup in this game where you would have Jokic and where you would have a guy like uh, De'Aaron Fox. Maybe we'll break that down quarter by quarter a little bit later on. But remember to give it a try in play, the new product from NBA, where you can go ahead and win some credits and go ahead and buy some flair. And with the holidays coming up, listen, this could be the move. Play a little bit of in play, then you win a little bit, and you could re-gift some of those things from the NBA store. When we come back, Tony, we're going to get your line up in the association we'll talk a little bit about monday night football as well you got to figure this is a julio jones and tevin coleman game but when we come back we'll chop it up and we'll get your lineups right here on lineup lock live on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network come on right back DFS lineup block sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Nicholas Batum, the thing we needed to watch was his minutes. His first game out of the block was 32 minutes. He's up to around 29 minutes a game at 6,200. This is a guy I know can fill it up. Batum's underpriced. That price is too cheap at 6,200. That price is way too low. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata getting you through an 11-game slate in the association. Tony, I know you had a lot to choose from. I know we had some injury updates, and you were moving and shaking all hour long. I can see you sweating it out in the commercial breaks. But Tony, flop the nuts and make the people some money so they can you know, afford a good turkey this week. Yeah, John Wall and Joel Embiid are both playing in tonight's game. So both of those guys are in tonight. So go ahead. I would not play them, but go ahead. Uh, they're out there and they're playing. So no Tim Frazier. Point guard tonight, Mario Chalmers, $4,700 in that game against Portland. Torian Prince and Skent Sandy. Antonio, $4,800. Kent Bazemore, $4,900 in the same game. Going with two Atlanta players underpriced there. Kristaps Pazingas in that game for all the people at Rock and Riley's heading over there, $8,700. Nikolai Jokic, $9,100. Underpriced Damian Lillard, $8,300. Willie Colley Stein, $4,500. And underpriced JJ Redick at $4,800. Tony Sincata going against the grain, picking two Hawks against one of the top defenses in the league, the San Antonio Spurs. Tony likes to price enforce every now and then. Tony, we got a holiday week 
coming up. I looked, and tomorrow there is only one game in the association. So tomorrow, what do we want to do? Do we want to give out our quarterbacks for Week 12, or do we want to play the Thursday slate? Do we want to put together maybe a little Thursday night slate and help the people you know, celebrate some cash when they're in their uh, food comas? How do you want to play it? Tune in tomorrow because we can probably do both. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll expedite things. We'll probably do it both. All right, fair enough. And then on Wednesday, we have 14 games in the NBA on Wednesday, Tony. So you know we got to get the people ready to win their leagues and win that cash. And they can go on over with the lineups we give them. We can, they can go on over to DailyRoto.com slash DKMS, right? And they have the free entry there every week of the football season. Every week you could enter for free. If you win that, you go to the semifinals or the finals on week 17 if you to win that one you get tickets for two up to minnesota for the big game tony after the first or second week of the season i remember you telling me you thought the big game up there in minnesota could be a home game for the vikings if they just wind up sticking with case keenum instead of doing anything stupid i think they might be able to do that because that defense at home is something to be reckoned with shutting down the rams they've already shut down the saints in that building earlier this season uh if i was philly I'd be worried about having to go there. I I would need to keep that number one seed, huh? Oh, absolutely. I think it's going to get very, very interesting to see uh, there. I'll tell you what, it's hard to make a lineup this week. I'll tell you the truth. I think there's three stud plays at wide receiver, and that's Baldwin, Adam Thielen, and Julio Jones. So I left out Julio Jones, and here's my lineup. Matt Ryan, $5,800. J.D. McKinnon and Tevin Coleman, Mm -hmm. both at $5,800 in the backfield. And then I'm going Doug Baldwin, Keenan Allen. I think that they found each other. And I think they sure did have a connection down. yesterday. Uh, yeah. I think that against that bad secondary in Dallas, they, they laid it up on Thanksgiving Day. And then I got Adam Thielen at flex. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that gives me Mohamed Sanu, though, at wide receiver at the 4900 bucks uh, there. And I have the Vikings defense against Detroit. As good as Matt Stafford's played, he's coughed the ball up uh, in five in the last five games. Uh, so that good Minnesota defense, hopefully uh, he'll be able to uh, cough it up a couple times for me on Thanksgiving. Hey, question for you, Tony. On Thanksgiving, which tight end do you like better in that late game, Evan Ingram or Vernon Davis? I like Vernon Davis. I went with Kyle Rudolph because I couldn't afford to uh, put the wide receivers in there, but I think that Vernon Davis would be the number one play for me. All right, fair enough. When we come back tomorrow on Lineup Lock Live, we will be talking a lot about the NFL. Week 12 will be kicking off as you sit around the table with family eating that turkey, and then when all that tryptamine is in there and you unbuckle the belt, you'll look at your lineup and say, oh my God, I'm winning catch because of Tony Sincata and Dane Martinez and Lineup Lock Live. So come on right back tomorrow. Tony and I will be here at 6 o'clock on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.